a Lifetime Original Podcast. I don't want to get into... I see you at the <laughs> massage party. No. I... I, I am the treasurer of the PTA, and if there are funds missing, then it is going to be my fault. I love a Lifetime movie. I was like a little drunk raccoon. She's not nice. She's mean. She's scary. She's not cool. We're going to do Scared Straight. I love Scared Straight. That's it. You couldn't even give us a chocolate chip. Okay. You're bad, girl. You're bad. Megan Gailey, you're on fire today. You're on fire. New weapon alert. New weapon alert. (laughs) Can I help you? Um, just giving myself the grand tour? You like snooping around, don't you? Snooping? Yeah. I noticed you found the elevator in the basement. What do you think is down there? I don't know. You tell me. Not a note. Water heater, boxes. So, memories? You could say that. Good memories? Bad memories? Both. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am Megan Gailey, joined almost as always by my friend and yours, Naomi Ekparrigan. Hi, Naomi. Almost as always. What are you trying to say? You ain't had a guest host in a minute, so I don't know why you're looking at the past. Well, but I don't want people to, you know how people fight, and then they go, eh, but you guys haven't always been there. So it's like, I'm leaving, I'm I'm almost doing like what our lawyer would want us to do. I'm leaving <laughs> words in there so I can't be sued by the listeners. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, our listeners are very litigious. If there's one thing we know about the people who listen to this podcast, they are coming in with receipts and facts. And they're high end too. We got We got defense attorneys in here. Oh, absolutely. Except did you, did I tell you, talk about facts. So remember the Salt and Pepper movie, how there was the two women who played like the fake Salt and Pepper when the guy like steals their gig? Yes. That was real Salt and Pepper's daughters, <gasps> which a listener told me. The listeners do the research. The listeners have the information. That is so funny. I know. Isn't that so good? Because I was like, they kind of look like that. <laughs> I know. I wonder if they were like, why can't we straight out of Compton play our moms? <laughs> you know? like exactly. They're like, oh, we could be the fake ones? All right. Thanks. <laughs> so as you know, we're we're now planning for life after pod. I've got a little trip on the books to Catalina Island. Ooh, okay, dynamic, but please be careful if you plan to be in a boat. Okay, I can't have you getting in a boat off of Catalina Island. Well, you have to take a boat to get there. I know. So that's kind of eerie. And then you can book a boat while you're there. It's very expensive. We're staying (laughs) in a hotel that looks not very nice and does cost a lot. Now, this is a trip I'm going... This is a trip I'm going with two gal pals. And yeah. Oh my God. This is a lifetime movie. Now, are these three women, okay, the other two women, are these women from your past? Is there any hidden resentment? There's no hidden resentment, but they are sorority sisters, but they're younger (gasps) than me. They're younger (gasps) than me. So they may resent me. You know, like I have no hidden resentment towards them, but I was an older sorority sister. So maybe there's hidden resentment. If there is, they've been playing a really long game because they've shown no signs of resentment. But then I am planning a trip to Napa in the fall. And that's friends from the past. And there very well could be hidden resentment. (laughs) But this one right now, though, like this is huge. This is 
the lifetime feature of your life because this is three sorority sisters reconnect on a tiny island. Honey, if there's a storm, if there are choppy waters, I want you to start rolling. I want you to start rolling cameras because the stakes can be higher because you guys, yep. someone's going to discover something. Someone's going to have one too many white wines. We're going to, a secret's going to slip. This is huge. Yeah. I mean, you hang out with so many sorority sisters. There's a lot of chances for lifetime-esque moments in your life. And the fact that you haven't had more of them is honestly beyond belief. Yeah. And I still see my two best friends from high school. Now they're back in Indianapolis, but I still see them and we get together. So it's like that really, oh, when I'm thinking about the dynamics of this Catalina trip, though, you know, we're not all white. So it's mm -hmm, already mm -hmm. a casting dream. Yeah. We all have different hair. So, <laughs> so it's like, wow. I mean, this Buffy kind of writes itself. It's a natural trio. We've got the redhead, the blonde, the brunette. And then yes. it's like, okay, who is cheating with whose husband? You know what I mean? Like, that's what you're getting out of this. No one is cheating with CJ. As I told you last night, <laughs> I had I had a friend ask me if I wanted to know if CJ was cheating. And I said, no, I'm too tired. I'm too tired <laughs> to have to get a revenge body. <laughs> Well, look, you already got the revenge bod, and it, we've got the pictures on the Nissan Cube to prove it. So I'm hoping that hangs in your boudoir or something. It hangs in the office, and I show Conrad, <laughs> and I say, this is how Mama looked before you ravaged her. <laughs> That's good. It's never too young to learn the inconvenience. Children must learn their inconvenience immediately. Absolutely. Last week, I yelled in a FedEx ship center towards him, not at him, but towards him. The U.S. government is not your friend. So <laughs> he's learning lessons early. He has to. He absolutely has to learn lessons early. I mean, speaking of learning lessons early, this movie is about a grown woman who did not learn enough lessons. I feel as yeah. though our heroine, she's a little naive. She's a little immature. Mm -hmm. But then she comes through in the end. And you guys, the movie I'm talking about is Nightmare PTA Moms. All right? Now, hoping to get more involved at her daughter's new middle school, Gail joins the PTA, only to find it run by a power-hungry mom named Vanessa, who has a penchant for backstabbing. Literally. Literally. And I'm telling you, Gail, <laughs> I didn't know if Gail was going to make it. I'm going to tell you, I didn't know if Gail was going to make it, because she a little too much for me. I didn't know if Gail was going to make it, and I didn't know if I cared. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we got to get into it. We got to get into it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so this is a real one. And it feels good to be back. Yeah, real one productions, classic, classic. I do have to say before we get into it, I found the production quality to be very high. The locations, okay. great. Costuming, good. I think I think this is like a real school and not just some sort of abandoned junior college they were allowed to use. <laughs> but also a very nice school. I actually think it yeah. still was like 
a because for a high school, but again, it's supposed to be at the really good middle school in the district. You know, it's supposed to be fancy, but I felt like there's a grand staircase that we get to once more it than once. Private. And I said, they know yeah. it's a very private, but real one, our favorite production company right up there with Mar Vista. Okay. So when you see real one, you know, you're in the hands of legends and this is the kind of energy we need to be coming home with. Okay. We're bringing this podcast home a few episodes. We got to go with the best of the best. Okay. So a real one is the way to do it. And I'll say this. It's funny though. So we know it's called Nightmare PTA Bombs, but it mm-hmm. starts off with like black and white, sexy music. Film we noir. We see a woman. Sh- <laughs> ex- it's very film noir. A woman's like showering, but we're seeing silhouette. Mm. And then we see a man named Bill fall down his basement stairs and die. And it was very gruesome looking because he like hits his head on a ladder. This is the base uh, of the steps. And I was like, yeah. oh God, I could like, I felt it viscerally. And falling down the stairs, it's like that could happen to any of us. So that's one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I've fallen down the stairs. I fell down the stairs at a family reunion and they found me at the base of them covered in chocolate being like, uh. <laughs> wait, 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 why? why were you covered in chocolate? And also, how long did you stay on the ground before you were found? I shouldn't even laugh, but I'm only laughing because obviously you're alive and you can walk. So. I was pretty drunk and it was like uh-huh. an old house, like uh-huh. had to be 200 years old. And so there was this door that you open, you know, when you open and there's usually like a landing and then mm-hmm. the steps start, it was a door right into steps. So it's like, well, that's a, oh, that's yeah, a safety yeah, yeah. violation. But, you know, in the 1800s, I couldn't vote. I couldn't own, pro- I didn't, I couldn't have a bank account. I couldn't walk down the street without a horse in my hand. So <laughs> who knows what they're doing then. So I had chocolate all over me because I had just been eating a bunch. And then I was like, I got to go for a tinkle. And then I opened the door and just like <laughs> fell. I don't even know if I touched a step. Like I think I just <laughs> flew down. Wait, but I need to know, wait, no, no, no. You still haven't explained to me why there's chocolate all over you if you were eating said chocolate. Because I had just been eating. I understand, but why was it all over you? Did you, could you not get it in your mouth? Were you eating it like? I was just drunk. I was like a little drunk raccoon. (laughs) And they just found me at the bottom of the stairs. Okay, so really whoever bad. runs the I Love a Lifetime movie Instagram <laughs> page, if you have the time, there's nothing I would love more than if you could just Photoshop drunk raccoon Megan at the bottom of the stairs covered in chocolate. Uh, I'm just asking you for a favor. I'm asking you for a favor. <laughs> and luckily, luckily, my mom was traveling with muscle relaxers, so. Go on, explain. Megan, this sentence don't make no sense. <laughs> I'm just saying I was able to take some muscle relaxers. Okay, she's drunk as a skunk. She takes two muscle no, relaxers. I, no, 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 no. I was not on the muscle relaxers when I fell. I fell, and then I was in so much pain. I needed to be sitting on one of those pillows. You know, like, it was like I yeah, bruised like my tailbone, donut. which is very painful. Yes. And yeah, so yeah, then yeah. my mom just gave me some muscle relaxers. She was not happy with me or my dad. I remember my dad got in <laughs> trouble, too. <laughs> Well, unlike Megan, Bill doesn't seem to have been drunk and eating chocolate (laughs) because we see at the top of the steps the shadow of a woman. But we're only seeing the face of shadow, so we don't know who that woman is. And then even the way it's shot, too, I was like, was Bill pushed or did the woman just find Bill? Like, you don't see a push moment. You just see the figure at the top of the stairs. So I'm like, okay, what's happening? Now, then 
we cut to a hot couple named Gail and Rick and their middle school-age daughter, Chloe. And they're driving yes. to their new home. And now we're, we're no longer in black and white. So it's giving present moment. It's giving the here and the now. And Gail and Chloe do not want to move. And they make it very obvious. Okay. They're unpleasant. The mood is tense. No one's happy. Even when the house is gorgeous and huge. The house is so gorgeous. They're also staring out the window in the car like, Ugh! and it's like gorgeous scenery. <laughs> like it's all beachfront <laughs> and the ocean. It's not LA. So I was thinking it was Florida. And then I was like, well, maybe they're upset. And they didn't want to move to Florida because they like reading books. <laughs> well, see, I thought Classic Lifetime, we're getting a Canada tax break. It's giving Vancouver. Oh. Is there like water on the edge there? It said like Fort Lauderdale to me, which is so different than okay. Vancouver. That's very true. Off, That's very true. I guess we're off our game. They pull up to this house. It's really, really beautiful and a little eerie. It's, it's American Horror Story, but with natural lighting. Like, you know when <laughs> they go in... To those houses, and you're like, this could have really used a skylight, Ryan Murphy. <laughs> this has the sun coming in, but still the bones of like, has something bad happened here? Well, that's so funny because I don't get the bones of that, but because it it is giving us, they've just moved in, so it's empty. So you're seeing a yeah. big house, but there's nothing there. But I was getting light and bright Cape Cod energy. Again, you're seeing Florida. I'm seeing New England having a good summer. But here's the thing, though. The tension you're saying about Haunted, I think it's because you're sensing that tension between Rick and Gail, okay? Mm -hmm. And now, because they're moving because dad's like a regional manager of a chain of stores called Jackie <laughs> Z. I'm obsessed. <laughs> and so they move for his job. But based on Gail's response, you know there's like more there. And I was like, you know what? They are running from something. They are running yeah. for something. I think dad has been was cheating. They moved to a yeah. new place. Because you know, you know, these families be loving a fresh start. And you only get a fresh start when you've like left a body in your wake, whether that's a body mm -hmm. of a young woman you cheated on your wife with or an actual dead body. Yeah. And when you like hearing you say that, you have to be right, because it's not just like we didn't want to move to this gorgeous home for you to be the regional manager of an upscale ladies <laughs> dress shop. Like, yeah. I, Department when, store. When they said regional manager, I thought I was imagining like a Target yes. or a chain of grocery stores. But then when yes. we see it, it is like a boutique Von Mar. <laughs> it's like giving me, it's giving like lesser tier Macy's. Like it's giving department store energy. Cause it's like, let's get yoga clothes. Let's get sunglasses. Let's get everything. What's wild too is Rick doesn't have an ounce of fashion polish nothing like it's not no. like this is like a chic man in any way it looks like he would maybe manage like an axe store well here's the thing do you recognize rick yes well i did it until you pointed it out and then it's all i could see because i will say this because even though rick is supposed to be nice i don't buy it mm -mm. at all and then i was like you know you know i realized he is the guy from like my fiance's secret past or double life or something. My fiance's double life where he would pretended to be an Ivy League guy and was killing wives for the insurance money. And also because his dad was a criminal and got killed in jail. <laughs> well, he he was killing everybody who put his dad yes. away. So it was like, let me get yes. the prosecutor. Let me get his attorney. Let me get the clerk. Like he was getting everybody. But then he also was collecting insurance money. The money. And yes. we were so mad at him because. It was like, you got to pick, you got to pick a reason to kill because right. now your motives are confusing. And like, he still, he has like hot villain face. And yes. so even as just yeah, like a whole home, I'm a good dad. You're like, no, you're a hot villain. Well, that's the problem. They put a hot villain in a polo shirt. 
And they were yeah. like, see, he's a dad now. And I said, no, 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 Absolutely no. not. Nope. No, he's villainous. He's naturally villainous. So Gail has one of the most classic jobs a woman can have in a movie. Baker. <laughs> so not even the first Baker we've ever covered. Certainly. Well, we only got like an episode two left. Maybe the last. So Gail is a baker. She calls it Gail's my goodies. My goodies. Now in that song, <laughs> that is a reference, I believe, to her vagina. And this is a reference to her making cookies. So I guess it's different. And Gail's livid because she's like, I was just building up a client base wherever they lived before. And I was like, Gail, I know you don't season nothing right. <laughs> and I know you're not making money. Gail, I know this is like a break-even endeavor. So Yeah, let's yeah. You just... do this for fun. You do it for fun. Chloe is in middle school. Chloe is a gorgeous gal. And so she's, she's like, I can't believe I got to be a new student. And it's like, you're going to be the most popular girl like the moment you walk in there. <laughs> so she, her mom brings her to school for the first day, which I'm like, oh, that's going to be tough as like a middle schooler. And they also look alike. So I guess... The mom yeah. is hot, too. So then you're just like the hot mom-daughter duo. They look like sisters. Even though Chloe yeah. is fully a teenager, like, even though she's playing, what, 13? I bet in real life she's maybe 16. But mm -hmm. still, like, Gail and Chloe look like sisters because they both have the same hair color, similar build. I said, again, lifetime, it's okay for a woman to be over 50. She can mm. be. She truly can be. She can be 48 even. She can be 45. Think about it. That's actually why the podcast is coming to an end. They said we were getting too old. <laughs> We've aged out of podcasting. That's why I told them not to film us. All this <laughs> filming was going to give them the clues. Were you, did you ever have to be the new kid? I know you went to a very of fancy course. high school. Did all those kids go to high school? middle school together and then you came in? I started Dalton in sixth grade. So when there were uh, absolutely no new kids, it was like I was uh, one of six, maybe one of six black kids maybe out of the 110. Ooh. And that year, I think there were like four, I think maybe three of us came in. Like it was like, because basically no one really, so sixth grade was like the most random time. So it was terrible because I was brand new. Because it's K through 12. It was pre-K through 12. So back then those ah! kids went back to like age four together. Diapers. So. Yeah, and they were all like, it was real insular. And so, yeah, it was terrible, terrible, terrible. And like, you know, I was like a shy kid, a chubby kid. I was taller and bigger than everybody. Like, it was one of those where you're like, giving bigger and blacker honey. Okay, Chris Rock special. <laughs> it was too much. It was too much. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm giving bigger and blacker in middle school. And so it was oh. not, it doesn't sound like it was a great experience, that being the new kid. No, 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 no. It was no good whatsoever. Did they assign you someone that had to be nice to you? You know, they they're like, they're going to show you around, but it's really like, here, we made someone be your friend. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. They just let you loose in there with a bunch of rich white kids? Yes, you just like walked up in there, walked in the first day. That sounds like the purge. <laughs> well, they don't want me to succeed. They just want the record to show they let my black ass try. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So... They were like, we're taking a picture today in case she doesn't make it. <laughs> they do this with diversity hires too. CJ was yeah. like, yeah, I was in a picture at this one job and then I wasn't renewed. <laughs> I want to talk about Gail walking around the school and walking around the library and introducing herself to people. And because I just thought it was like kind of like, so basically Chloe goes off and then Gail is like, I'm going to take a walk around. Mm -hmm. Didn't you think that was a little weird? No, that's what I would do. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd go, oh my God, look at the time. It's three. I've been here since 8 a.m. Like truly, <laughs> I would. <laughs> CJ asked if he could eat the food at Conrad's daycare. <laughs> He's like, they had burritos? I want a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I linger. I stay. Oh. I outwear my welcome. <laughs> okay, so you're giving Gail. You're giving Gail. <laughs> now, Gail notices something, which I, I thought the location was strange, but look, sometimes you got to find a way to tell the story. There is like a headshot of a woman named Lexi, and it's like memorial vibes. Like someone lays a flower, but it's like on the counter at the library, which I thought... That's not where you put that photo. No, and and I went to a big school, and I think people's family members were dying left and right. You know, like, it's well, like, Lexi's not the only woman who passed away. <laughs> I just, it's like, oh, but she gets a memorial because, like, she was involved? Well, I assumed, again, because you just see Lexi, and you see the thing, right? So my first thought was, oh, was she, like, the former librarian? Like, I was oh, like, why is her picture okay. here? Does she used to work in the library? Is that why we're doing this? In which case, okay, it kind of makes sense. So that's initially, I was like, okay, there's a dead librarian. Clock that. But when Gail is like saying hi to people and there's like some moms that it looks like a little kind of bake sale moment. Mm -hmm. But the best part is you see a woman, Vanessa Vanderberg, honey. And she is, we're talking lob, long bob, blonde. Okay, so a blob, blonde bob. And she <laughs> is giving real housewife, giving real mm -hmm. realtor. Okay, she's holding a, what do you call it? An attache case? She's like holding the, one of those like big fancy folders that like zip, yes. like a leather bound folder. And I right. said, where are you working? What are we doing? No, she's not working any anywhere. She spells her name. So it's Vanderberg. It's V-A-N space D-E-R space B-E-R-G. <laughs> what? And she is, I actually find her to be like, I was looking at the IMDb. She burst on the scene. Given that's what her bio said not too long ago, I find it to be like really perfect casting. She oh, yeah. is like Meredith Blake, you know, it's just like, hey, we need a blonde bitch. And like she said, <laughs> oh, I'm here. She looks just like a real housewife whose name was Kristen Takeman, whose okay. tagline was, I might not be the sharpest tool, but at least I'm pretty. <laughs> So take that and then make her mean. And it's like, right. well, yeah, you've got a PTA nightmare. <laughs> Actual nightmare. She, But I will say this about her that's funny to me. And this is the tr sometimes, right? Lifetime will do this. They'll make the bad guy so obviously bad. I'm like, how did yes. you even get power? Like most people who are doing dirty, they got to pretend to be nice to get the power, to get close, to get the access. Vanessa Vandenberg is evil from 10 miles away. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> She's not nice. She's mean. She's scary. She's not cool. It's how in Harry Potter, they're always like, it's Lucius Malfoy. And it's like, he's not good, but there's also someone else being bad, too. Like, in this, it's like, no, it's just Van Der Berg. So she <laughs> gives Gail a Rice Krispie tree, and Gail, like, spits it out because it tastes bad. And it's like a Rice Krispie tree is, like, very hard to mess up. It's exactly. like two ingredients. Well, here's the thing, though. She it demands Gail join the PTA. Like, they're, like, walking down this, yes. like, dramatic staircase. And I said, this school is private. And she's walking. She's, like, wearing an off-the-shoulder blouse. She doesn't even look at Gail as she speaks to her. So I'm like, Gail, how are you? But the moment she's like, you're joining. You have to be in PTA. And it's like, okay. Why? And so my first question to you, Megan, you know, meeting Vanessa Vanderberg. You know, and I know I know you made a point to put Conrad in a fancy daycare. I did not make a point. I did not. I did not make a point. But I thought you took him up. I don't want to I don't want to say your coordinates so people don't try to come find you. But didn't you go to the fancy neighborhood because you said, let me get him in his good daycare? No, I took him 
to Pasadena because I couldn't find yes. anywhere else near us. And because it's right by Soul Cycle and it's right by CJ's work. So I did it for me and CJ. <laughs> and it just so happened after we got him in, people were like, oh, that's fancy. And I go, well, I've made a terrible mistake. I wanted him loose at a woman's house, but I couldn't find that. Okay, but have you met any Vanessa Vanderbergs? Have there been any moms who are giving Van Space Der Space Berg? Not really. Like on the moms' lunch, there were a lot of moms who were dressed in dresses with matching outfits with the kids. Yeah. And like Conrad was in a Sonic outfit, Sonic the Hedgehog. So I was like, uh oh, I missed that memo. But a lot of the moms are like intellect. It's a lot of doctors. So it's sort of like okay. they're fancy in like a smart way. And I just feel mm-hmm. sort of like crappy. Like CJ said, all the dads wouldn't talk to him because CJ looks like a teenager. And Wait. all the dads were like in golf shirts. Okay. So they're giving male Vanessas. Like they're, they're coming to pick up Vanessas. and drop off, like really dressed up. Yes. And I told you, I think I told you off podcast, I saw an agent there who tried to sign me. And when I didn't sign with him, was really mean to me. And he brings his kids there and I run and hide. Okay. What (laughs) if Conrad becomes friends with his kids? Years apart. Thank God. Okay. 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 Because we said we can't have that. We can't have that. Right. Which is the issue in this film because daughter Chloe meets Vanessa's daughter, Serena. And Serena is... Mm. Ooh, almost a worse first impression than her mother. Now, I I did find it interesting. Serena is a brunette girl. And it's like, mm-hmm. there's no way. Vanessa yeah. would have yeah. that hair bleached from, like, first birthday on. Like, it's like, she just wouldn't even allow her daughter to be brunette. But Serena is giving Regina George very, yes. like, I run this school. These are my minions. Who are you? What can you do for me? And they find out that what Chloe can do for Serena is get them a discount at her dad's store. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I don't know if rich kids are that into discounts. I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, Serena's too rich to care. We've already said Chloe's a pretty girl. She seems to be like socially adept, you know, like has basic uh-huh. skill. Like uh-huh. she's not right. So to me, I'm like, stop trying to hang out with Serena. Because literally the first thing she says where she's like, she's like, oh yeah, my dad, my, we're here because my dad for my dad's job at Jackie Z. And then Serena is so dismissive. She goes, he works behind the counter. Get her out of here. Get this right. classes. Put her at the bottom of the ocean. Okay. Put her on a Titanic submarine. Take Queen B. Turn her minions against her. Cause it's like, Chloe, you're you're the blonde, you know? And like that's what matters in middle school. She could be, she could be taking this. Well, the whole trio's brunette, which I did think was a fun change. But it was funny because yeah. like Serena's the only one who talks and the other two girls don't say words. And are just and like if they do speak, they speak in unison or just like, yes, Serena. And you're like, oh no. Yeah. And I couldn't tell them apart with my life on the line. Like at multiple, I was like, we know that's Serena. And then I was like, who's Haley? (laughs) It was just like interchangeable brunette girls. Okay, so dad Rick, he's at the store. He's meeting the staff. And there is a hottie, young hottie Hottie. named Sissy, who is laying it on thick, very much flirting. So quick, so instantaneous. I also really have trouble with the name Sissy. I don't like the name Sissy. I'll barely allow it from Spacek. You know, and she's an icon. That's t- sissy to me is like what a like what a kid calls their sister. You know, it's like a it's like a pet name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like to be an adult woman being like, "Hi, I'm sissy." I'm like, I don't understand. Yes, come for me, sissies. Yeah, she works at a ladies' boutique. It's like I guess that's a fine name for that job. Well, I don't know now. So, but you know, 
because of course Gail has been forced to attend this PTA. She goes to a PTA meeting. She brings her cookies, okay? Because that's what she does. She bakes Gail's goodies, okay? So she's bringing some cookies. They look like bland ass sugar cookies. I said you couldn't even give us a chocolate chip. This is your first time here. And a cookie is so basic. Give us something that like we can't do a tart. Oh wow, you think? See, I think that's. I mean, I understand not wanting to do too much work for these people yet, but expect. Well, actually, no, no. I'm already changing my mind because you're right. Because Gail is out here trying to get work, right? She wants to yep. drum a business. You need to be coming through with the best of the best, miniature mm-hmm. lemon squares, honey. Macarons. Macarons. Okay, give us a Lindsay Adams level. Shout out to <laughs> Baker and comedian Lindsay Adams, who says every Megan Gailey event. I'm bringing <laughs> trifle. I'm bringing yep. layers. I'm bringing yep. an assortment. And she knocks it out of the park. So Vanessa has Gail stand up to introduce herself. The vibe at the PTA meeting is so weird. Oh, y'all, it's giving TED Talk. It's giving Nexium. It's giving MLM. Because they're in yes. the school auditorium. For some reason, the lights are turned to blue. The auditorium isn't even full. So it's like you don't even need a space this large. So everyone's sitting in auditorium seats. Vanessa, the PTA president, stands at a podium and bangs a gavel. What? Yeah. I would have walked right out. I would have walked right out. Megan, now, are you a mom who's like getting involved in the mom things at Comrade School? Is that the vibe that you, no. like, do you see yourself doing this? No, absolutely not. I'm a working mom and I can barely do that. Like, I don't, I, maybe it's like bad of me. I'm like, oh, I think that's like for the, the, like the rich women that aren't having to like do 85 podcasts a week. But my mom, <laughs> my mom, Peggy, she was, it was called PFO, parent faculty organization. She was mm. PFO president. Yes. Well, of course. Oh yeah, of course Peggy was. But Peggy was a working woman. She was a nurse. I know. But you know, she found time for her children in a way that I will not be. <laughs> Did you notice there was one black woman named Dinah? Oh, I said, I could have booked this. And of course, the one black woman is the only one that (laughs) speaks up for the dead woman who used to be a part of the organization. (laughs) Yes, yes. Lexi was not a librarian. She was part of PTA, y'all. So my initial (laughs) impulse was incorrect. However, however, my other initial impulse was correct. Because after the PTA meeting where, first of all, everybody eats Gail's cookies and no one eats Vanessa's Rice Krispie treats. Vanessa's pissed. But I was annoyed that Gail plugged her business when she introduced herself. Like, I'm actually on Vanessa's side. Everybody here has a business. Everyone here has some weird side hustle. Sit down. Exactly. No, no, no. That's not what we do here. You have to, like, wait. Also, like, wait until you, like, talk, you talk to people one-on-one. It's like, hi, I'm Gail. I have a business. Like, Gail Skitties. And then she, like, has business cards, you guys. It was, like, very thirsty. Yes. People be like, these cookies are so good. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I actually do birthday party. It's like, yeah. Exactly. It was- exactly. It was too thirsty. And so when Vanessa's, like, rolling her eyes, I said, okay, for once I relate to you. But... Gail gets home and Rick's not home. And now, again, he's regional manager, okay? So he's got to go to different regions in the region, okay? He's got to go to different stores. Jackie Z's are all over town. So he's away. And but Gail's calling him and he's not answering. And she's like p- getting pissed. She got her red wine. You know she's getting worked up in her head. Oh, so when yeah. he comes home, she is real tight. And what did I say at the beginning? Why did they move? What did I say? Listen to this. I texted. And I called. My phone died. Car charging cord isn't working. I didn't realize till I was already on the road. Sorry. I'm sorry. I thought, uh... I know what you thought. Gil, I don't know what it's going to take to get you to trust me again. I trust you. But you just have to understand how I feel. But I didn't cheat on you. 
I believe you. Just all those texts back and forth. It, it was a stupid flirtation, and it got out of hand. That's it. I'm not interested in anyone but you, okay? Okay, what I say? Uh, yeah, and I, he's like, that's not cheating. And it's like, some people would classify that as cheating, Rick. Absolutely. What you doing texting? What you doing texting somebody else? Also, quite frankly, if he's texting, I don't know if moving is going to solve that problem, <laughs> okay? Because you can text right. him anywhere. Also, like, you can't put her on a timetable to trust you again. You're the one who messed up. And when she trusts you is when she trusts you. But you don't get to rush the process along because you bought a house and forgot your phone charger. Well, it's especially, too, it's like, you know, you're in the doghouse. You need to be texting her every three hours. Do you know what we I mean? Like, really be like, hey, I'm on my way. Hey, I'm on whatever. You're in the doghouse. You know what you did last summer. Okay? So you need to behave yourself accordingly. Okay, so Chloe takes the... The brown bandits, the brown haired bandits. <laughs> Serena and the brown haired bandits. <laughs> to the department store. And Sissy's like, oh my God, you're Rick's daughter. He's so cool. And like, even Chloe's like, okay, clearly you want to have sex with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's like, yeah, I'm going to buy my friend's stuff on the discount too. And Sissy's like, oh, it actually doesn't work that way, but I'll let it slide this one time. And while this is happening, Sweet little, no, actually not sweet, bitchy little Serena steals a pair of sunglasses, which is so classic teen girl. So classic. Not just teen girl, but also rich kids. Now, to go back to, like, to my Dalton days, there were a lot of kids who stole. They when you to. don't, when they, rich people love to steal, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's corporations stealing wages or little rich kids stealing sunglasses, that's what they like to do. I have never shoplifted a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I have never even, like, put something in my bag at self-checkout on accident. Like, I live in true fear of, like, being marched <laughs> through the store and yelled at. Yeah. So yeah, for yeah, this 13-year-old yeah. to be like, yeah, I'll just take these at my friend's dad's store. I'm like, oh, Serena, you're going to grow up to be a killer. Oh, yeah, she's terrible. Serena's very dangerous. I said, this is insane. And then later that night, Gail and Rick, they go to Vanessa's house thinking, I guess, there's, like, a party for parents. But Vanessa, when they get to the door, Vanessa's like, this is for moms only. And she's like sizing Rick up. And at first she goes, you're half an hour early. And then she's like, oh, wait, wait, that's your husband? He can't even be here. So you're like, what is going on, Vanessa? The vibes are off. And Vanessa is wearing a gold like bodycon dress. It's like black and gold. And I said, the vibe is nightclub at her house. It's like yeah. dark. The light is low. And I was like, why are all these moms in the dark drinking? <laughs> why? And why can't the husbands come? And why didn't you make it clear through the invite? You know, like, I just think of someone who's like the head of the PTA and did that. That would be like, so show up at this time where this color, no husbands. And it's like, <laughs> you're not even laying out the parameters. So then we learned from another PTA mom, Sunny, that Vanessa's husband is dead. Mm -hmm. And then we see the basement stairs from the cold open. And now we know that Vanessa's husband is the man who fell down those stairs to his death. And now that I know it's Vanessa's husband, oh, yeah, he got pushed. You know what I mean? At yeah. first I said, I don't know what happened. I said, oh, no, Vanessa, she pushed him. Now, it, my favorite part of the whole movie is when they all take a tequila shot. <laughs> I said. And they all, as they cheers, they say, to the PTA. At which point, you know, Megan, I wondered, you know, because you did post on Instagram. It's like Megan and like two other white moms were like, moms at the farmer's market. It was like you and Erin, and I forget who the other one is. I said, is this what happens when you guys get together? Do you do a tequila shot to the farmer's market? To 
teething. What are we doing? No, but I'm in some moms groups and like they have mom outings that I don't go to because they live on the West side because they have way more money than me. And they get (laughs) together and like I know they got together a few weeks ago and they were sending like videos in the Instagram chat and they were getting lit. And then they went out (laughs) like like, it was like a thing where they were just like going to have like margaritas and stuff. And then they went out to a nightclub afterwards. And there's like videos of them like whipping their (laughs) hair around and stuff. So Maybe you like, have to go. You have to go. The next morning, the mom group was all like, why did I do that? I don't feel good. <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> Megan, you have to go in and you have to just like Instagram live. I want to see. I want to see so bad. I know. But like, they're going to be like, where do you live? Like, I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like a poor loser. Okay. <laughs> so then to elevate this, even after the tequila shots, a quote unquote cop comes in and he's not a cop. He's a stripper dressed as a cop. So this isn't a PTA meeting. It's just like the, all the moms getting together to like get loose and lap danced. Wow. But then also it's like, isn't this like a Wednesday? I also think there's a lot going on for the school week. I said yeah. with all the things going a on, y'all got time to do shots on a Tuesday night and get grind down by a stripper. I said, I don't think so. And like, you can't do shots post 28. Like, that's a recipe for like a blackout disaster. Now, you did point out that the stripper looks just like, just like David Arquette. (laughs) I was thrown. I was thrown. Because I feel like, you know, Lifetime can be so, you know, the women of Lifetime are all models. Like, even when someone's supposed to be dowdy, they're a model in a glass. A spectacle. You know what I mean? And yet, sometimes they don't really have strippers out here looking busted. They'll have the men come in here and I'll be like, I'm sorry, Lifetime. You're telling me you don't have an entire lookbook of hot strippers and you got this David Arquette looking son of a bitch over here? Detective Dewey. (laughs) Detective Dewey energy. Oh, my gosh. And they were screaming. The women loved it. The women loved it. And then when Gail is leaving, Vanessa's like, remember, you can't tell anybody. We don't talk about Fight Club. Like, it's so (laughs) intense that you're like, okay. It was such Fight Club. Nothing that we, I mean, like, it was, I thought it was wild for a PTA Tuesday, but it's like you, it's not like you sacrificed someone. Exactly. It was like so intense. But for some reason, Gail is like, okay, I'll do what Scary Vanessa says so that when Rick picks her up, she's like, we just played board games. And it's like, why would you even like, like that to me, I was like, that's so dumb. That's such a dumb thing to lie about because it's like, what's Rick going to do about it? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, or unless he is like, well, Rick does get a little attitude. But then, you know, later, the next time, you know, Rick's at work, Sissy, of course, is telling him, hey, yes, your daughter came in here, used the discount for everybody, and we think <laughs> one of her friends stole something. Sissy, I said, okay, Eagle Eye. Okay, Eagle Eye, Sissy. I know, because I'm like, Sissy, you said you were going to let it slide. Like, you were like, oh, it's no big deal. You're the one who let her use it. Obviously, you need to tell about the shoplifting. And so then they confront Chloe about it, but they don't really confront her. They do they, this thing. Yeah, they it's don't called gentle. It's called gentle parenting. <laughs> See, this is how these kids be coming out dangerous. Sometimes you got to do some rough parenting and go, absolutely not. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think you and I were raised in gentle parenting households. <laughs> <laughs> Where it was like, yeah, if someone stole something, we're 
we're yelling at them. (laughs) We're yelling at them. We're marching them to the store, making them look someone in the eye and apologize. And they're going to have to meet with a like a lawyer and find (laughs) out how long they would have to be in jail if they had gotten caught. Like (laughs) We're doing like so many dramatic steps. Oh, absolutely. You think I'm not putting on we're not doing role play? If I have kids, I said, honey, we're see- oh, we're going to play the tape through, as the phrase goes, okay? So you uh-huh. want to do this? Let's go all the way down the line and see what this leads to, okay? I'm calling you, Megan, to play an attorney. I'm calling yes. someone else to make a frantic call. Oh I want God. everyone in on it. We're going to do scared straight. I love scared straight. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> when, like, a man who was dishonorably discharged from the military is yelling <laughs> in a teen's face on Jenny Jones, I'm like, get him! <laughs> Dishonorably discharged. Megan Gailey, you're on fire today. You're on fire. Well, you know, because they're like, I'm a boot camp. And it's like, if you were if you were in the military, <laughs> you'd still be in the military. So something happened, Captain. <laughs> so Vanessa comes over because Chloe's having like a little play date with Serena and the brunette bandits. And Gail is baking and Vanessa turns the oven up. Okay, you're bad, girl. You're bad. She's sneaky. She's sneaky. She turned it up to 450. I was like, moms are so embarrassing, myself included. And moms sabotage. It's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put underwear in her minivan. Just the (laughs) things we do are so stupid. So then the next time we see, so basically, you know, Lexi, the woman who died, not a librarian in the PTA, has a daughter (laughs) named Marcy. And... You kind of see her, and she's she's quiet. She's moping, and literally Serena, because because at one point, you know, early on, Chloe's like, "Why did that girl not say anything?" And then Serena's like, "She's been mean ever since her mom died." And it's like, "What?" Yeah. It's like it's like like everything about Serena says sociopath. So <laughs> again, I was like, Chloe, but Chloe said it too. Chloe was like, "Yeah, she's been weird." And it's like, Chloe. Does that mean? It's like, Chloe, you're not very bright. You're very easily taken astray. I'm worried she's going to grow up and end up in a cult. Okay? So, but when Gail hears about this, she immediately, like, goes and introduces herself. She takes it. She, like, makes Chloe hang out with Marcy. And when they're having a little hang, Marcy says she used to be friends with Serena and the crew. And she tells Chloe to watch her back. And Chloe's like, okay. Marcy is sharp. She And Marcy's brunette, too. She looks just like the girls. So it's like, damn, you kicked out your twin. Exactly. And now we learn when Gail is talking to Marcy's dad that everyone thinks Lexi committed suicide. But her husband's like, no, she was thriving. She had a promotion at work. And she was elected the new PTA president. You guys. Yeah. You guys. We know. We know. So (laughs) Gail is trying to get, like, info from Sunny. Because Sunny is, like, kind of Vanessa's right-hand gal. But she seems very willing to... Yeah, she seems very willing to spill gossip, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's PTA treasurer. She's, like, cute and young. She's a young Asian woman. And she's, like, a little, like, she's very gossipy from the jump. Where she's like, yes. okay, so FYI, Vanessa's husband is dead. So FYI, right. there's a rumor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, she's just... giving her the lowdown. Vanessa, though, is watching this like a hawk, watching yeah. Gail and Sunny. And she can't hear them, but she just knows, like, if they're talking, it must be about something I don't want them to talk about. So she waltzes over, shuts it down and then later Sunny tells her that Lexi the dead not librarian was 
maybe having an affair with Vanessa's husband. I know it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Because it's like, well, first I was like, okay, we should kill someone just to be PTA president. But then there's like an yes. earlier moment where Vanessa <laughs> says something. Exactly. She would, right? But then she says something about how like adultery is the worst thing that anyone could ever do. Okay. And then you're like, okay. Even though to me, I was like, I definitely see Vanessa as the one who would be cheating <laughs> like in any relationship. I was like, because she needs attention, right? And she's constantly manipulating that she would just be finding people just to... She would be finding guys just to, like, fawn over her. Yeah, I don't even know if they were cheating or if it's just, like, a figment of Vanessa's imagination well, exactly. to, like, justify. But now I'm kind of sad for Lexi's husband because he's, like, out here defending her death exactly. as, as he should be. But it's like, were you going to cheat on him? Now, when Sonny and Gail were having the scene, I had full-blown, like, 100% deja vu. Or I had accidentally watched this scene before. I don't know. You know what? That can, that can happen when you're watching a Lifetime motion picture, though. Especially when you think about all the ones you and I have watched, Megan. What are we? We've watched at least 120 just in the pot, yeah. just doing the podcast alone, let alone the lifetime we were bringing from our past. You know what I mean? You've seen the scene before. <laughs> You've seen it before. Remember when I used to accidentally watch the wrong movie? I've done it at least once. Yeah, more than so once. So I yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. watched wrong things before, but I, during that scene, I was like, I know this. Okay. <laughs> so now it's the big Halloween party. Oh, I love Halloween party scenes. Gail <laughs> and Rick, they're chaperones, like all the parents are, and they're dressed as Marie Antoinette. And then who's Marie Antoinette's beau? I don't know. I guess a king, but she's yeah. really doing it. They're doing it up. Okay. They've got the powder on. They've got the wigs. They really said, party city, give me your finest. They said, give me what's locked up in the back. Vanessa comes and she's dressed as Maleficent. And it's pretty incredible. Screaming. And I was screaming. It was yeah, so Yeah, no, good. it's so good. And the party is also very elevated. Like, this reminded me a lot of the final scene of the first season of Big Little Lies. Mm, okay, okay. Because it is like an outdoor hayride, haunted yeah. house. Like, they've really, like, they're, they're on a lot of space. The kids are running free. This isn't, like, in the high school gym. Rich school. This is a rich school. <laughs> and then they're like talking to Sunny and she's like looking, she's like, someone keyed my car on both sides, you know, and Gail's like, maybe it's kids. And I'm said, honey, it's Vanessa. We know it's Vanessa. And basically Vanessa is keying her car for having talked to Gail. <laughs> and this is where I just got to feel like Vanessa, this is what I'm, okay. She's already dressed as Maleficent. At one point in the party, she just has fun scaring a child, <laughs> like literally uh -huh, making uh -huh. a child run where I'm like, uh -huh. how is she in charge of things? Like, anybody right. would be like, this woman is nefarious, her vibe is yeah. terrifying, and we don't need her near children. I need to know how she's been able to amass the power. I do. My gut is that she collects information on people to blackmail them. Mm. So it's power that she's taken instead of earned. She's leading by fear. She's like Putin, as opposed <laughs> to a populist elected mm -hmm. official. Okay, I see, I see. So they have a costume contest, and Gail wins, and Vanessa's upset, and I thought Vanessa's costume was better. Sorry. Did you? I mean, it's really just a headpiece and a tight outfit, like, you know, and a black, like, you know, a, you know a, what is it, like a black tight, like, we get it, you, your body's banging. Yeah, but it's like, she also looks, yes, she looks like Maleficent, too. She's got, like, the cheekbones, so it's like, to know, sometimes you see people try and pull off costumes, and you're like, that's actually not for you, and I'm not <laughs> saying, like, um, body-wise, it's just like, <laughs> it's like. Went all poor CJ. CJ's definitely tried to be like green before. And it's like, honey, green, green can't go on your skin tone. <laughs> Megan. <laughs> he could do it. He just needs a professional to really first establish a base. 
<laughs> then put the green on top of the base. I know. But he ain't doing all that on Halloween. He goes, what? So I can only be Asian people for Halloween? I go, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So after this Halloween party, Vanessa hosts a party just for the parents. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm like, so it's an after party. Halloween after party energy. Too many events for this school. <laughs> too many events. But here's my other thing, too. If Vanessa doesn't like Gail, why isn't the first thing she do is just be like, you're off the PTA? Like, part of me is like, if there's somebody who you don't like or who you feel like, okay, well, everyone likes her cookies and not my Rice Krispie treats. Oh, and everybody likes her costume and not my whatever. And I just kind of felt like, why not just get her away from PTA? If the PTA is the epicenter of power, then just keep her away from the power and then you won't have any problems, I would think. And also, Gail doesn't like Vanessa. So it's (laughs) not like, and she's not really gaining anything from the PTA or the friendship. Like the other gals seem to like her. She could like keep in contact with them. It's not like, I guess she's gotten like, oh, you a mean Gail business? with the other moms? Yeah. yeah, but it's not. It's not like these two are friends, or like either one of them needs the other one. It's just sort of well, this exactly. strange, not necessary power struggle. Well, then it's it's also like extra because again, because Serena, you know, the apple don't fall far Ugh. from the tree. Okay, so literally, Chloe is upstairs hanging out with Serena and the brunette bandits, and Serena is mad that her mom lost the costume contest, and it's just like. My mom wins every year. And Chloe's like, it doesn't matter. And then Serena says, says someone whose mom just won. It's like, this yeah. is literal nonsense. It's a costume contest. At school. Uh, don't you think school's stupid? Like, you're 13. I'm trying to now have some empathy and compassion for Serena because her dad died. But I am struggling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very hard. So then, like, that night, basically... Gail comes clean to Rick about the stripper. And then Rick has a real attitude about it. And I just felt like, this is funny because it's like, it almost feels like to me, because he was cheating, he's got to grasp at anything he can to be like, yep. well, well, now I'm the one who's righteously angry. And you're just like, Rick, this ain't it. Okay, whatever this little attitude is, this ain't it. And I think he probably also did not fully come clean on the cheating. So I think he's probably like, oh, if she's coming clean that there was a stripper, there's probably something else she's leaving out. Where it's like, no, you're a liar and a cheat, not her. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Then Vanessa shows up at Rick's store, you know, Jackie Z. And she's like, I want a yoga outfit. And Sissy, you know, the woman whose job it is in Drago customers, is like, yeah, I'll help you. And she's like, no, I want Rick to do it. And literally grabs Rick and pulls him away. Because Rick is like, no, that's not my job. <laughs> He's literally like, why would I do that? Which I was like, thank God, Rick. And then she like pulls him into the dressing room. Nothing happens, but she's like, you know, look, show me the tag. What size am I? Is it a small? Should I go extra small? She's doing a lot. She's doing a lot. Hey, how's it going in there? Could you help me? What do you think? Um, I don't know. How does it feel? It feels good on the skin. Though I'm not sure about the size. Could you check the label in the waistband for me? I can't read it. Uh. Uh, sure. It, uh, it's a uh, small. Hmm. I think I should get a 
extra small? Uh, no. That <clears throat> oh, looks, uh, looks great. I think, that, I think they need me out there. But in this moment, when he's like checking her tag or whatever, he puts his phone down, like on the little cushion in the fitting room. And I screamed. I said, okay, this is bad. How is Vanessa going to keep this phone, use it for her gain? Because you know people love in a Lifetime movie taking somebody else's phone and texting is them. I was freaking out. I got like so tense so fast. Megan, we should take a break here because this is when I was really on edge. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay, we're back. And I was convinced. I was convinced Vanessa was going to do something with the phone. And you guys, I was very wrong. Okay? Because (laughs) all that happens is Sissy finds it. And then she calls Gail and is like, hey, Rick left his phone here. And Gail immediately accuses him of having an affair with Sissy. Which it's like, no, that's not. (laughs) Listen, Rick is. Rick kind of sucks and is stupid. But just because Sissy called to be like, he left his phone here. Like, that's not what someone who'd be having an affair with your husband would do. If you called the phone and Sissy answered it, which is what I thought was going to happen. Same. Same. Yes. But she's actually like being a good Samaritan. Exactly. But then the next day, Vanessa shows up which I thought this was funny given the way she's dressed the entire time up until now. She shows up at school in her yoga outfit. And heels. Heels yoga outfit blazer. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's it. No, that, girl. No, that girl. Is, like, that's what I had to wear. Not even heels, but like once I forgot pants and I had like worked out before going to work. So I had to wear a soul cycle like new I had to wear blue camo pants to work, like yoga, bla- <laughs> but not heels. I, I think I was in maybe like a fly hat. And it's like <laughs> heels, blazer, Lululemon. That's, I don't know. That's drunk. And she brags about how attentive Rick was in the store. Uh, so then this is again where I start to be like, Gail, what? Gail's next choice is to go to the Jackie Z store where she does meet Sissy and discovers what a hot young number she is. But she buys the yoga outfit Vanessa was wearing and then starts a fight with Rick. Listen to this. So who does it look better on, me or Vanessa? (laughs) I think I know where this is headed. Oh, where is it heading? You think something's going on between me and Vanessa? Gail, she stopped by the store. It was strange. Strange. You can ask Sissy. She saw the whole thing. Who, by the way, is very cute. 
she insisted that I help her pick out an outfit. That's it. Then why didn't you mention she came into the store? I don't know. Uh, that was the night I lost my phone and I, I was just frazzled. I don't know, why, why didn't you tell me about the male stripper? That is not the same thing. It's totally the same thing. No, Vanessa swore me to secrecy. Maybe she did the same thing with you. She did not. Honey, you're just gonna have to trust me. That's the problem, isn't it? Gail, this I'm is sad. I'm not on Gail's side. <laughs> No. This is, Gail, this is sad. Gail, this is sad. I'm not on your side. Also, especially, not only is this sad, but it's also like, you know Vanessa is a needler and a manipulator. So, mm -hmm. my other thing too is, if you don't trust your husband, you gotta break up with him. If it's like that, you gotta break up. If it's like this, yeah. Also, are yoga outfits that hot? Like, <laughs> what, what, what happened to no, good old-fashioned no. lingerie? <laughs> I'm sitting here in a yoga outfit right now. And, you know, I've been places and it wasn't like every man was like, I gotta have her. <laughs> just like what we wear. It's athleisure. Oh, my gosh. So then that night, Gail decides to Google Vanessa's husband and finds out that he, like, where he works. And then she, like, goes there and pretends to be a possible client. And she's like, oh, Bill died? Was it sudden? She's like, ma'am, you are not slick. So you are bad. not subtle. You are random as hell. And she's there because she's like, my husband loved Bill. And it, and the guy's like, he died five years ago. It's like, <laughs> by five years, you'd have the info that this person died. You should know by now. You should know by now. And she finds out that he fell down the stairs. So immediately she's like, oh, she pushed him. She pushed him. Of course. And she's like calling Rick to tell him everything. But she gets stopped because the principal calls Chloe and Serena got into a fight, y'all. It seems yeah. punches were thrown. You don't see like no one looks bruised. But she said they were they were hitting each other. And she's like, you hit me first. Well, white girl fighting. Exactly. But what I like, the mom show up. And I will say this, what I appreciate. The principal is not afraid of Vanessa. Did you notice mm -hmm. that? The principal was like, ma'am. Mm -hmm. You ain't doing what you do everywhere else. You in my yep. office, and I'm going to need you to behave. And she was a young white woman, FYI, because I know the way I'm making it sound like the principal's like a six-year-old <laughs> black woman. But that's just me. That's just me talking. Yeah. I guess she, Vanessa probably tried to blackmail the principal at some point, and she was like, I've seen too much shit. This doesn't work on me. So you can blackmail me. You can say that I eat 18 hot dogs before I go to bed, that I got a sex <laughs> tape, that, uh, you know, but I don't have sex with kids. And I don't do weird things to animals. So I'm going to be this principal. <laughs> I'm going to say the principal. So they both girls get one day suspension. And it's so, to me, I think the funniest scene was a scene with Serena and Vanessa in the car when they go out. You know what I mean? Because they're just like both two type A bitches. Like when they cut, when they, you know what I mean? Like in the car, she's like, is this going to go on my record? Not if I have anything to say about it. Like they're just both yeah. so intense. It's so funny to me. I was dying at the two of them. And I said, oh, God, pray for anyone who's driving alongside these two. So then they do. Then there's another event for the school where they're beautifying Belle, whatever it's called, Bellevue. It's not Bellevue. Is it Bellevue? No, it's not Bellevue. But they're cleaning up the ground. They're cleaning up the, all the moms. Yeah, basically the parents have to go pick up the trash. And Vanessa's in heels again. Heels again. on grass to pick up trash. And I'm like. Vanessa, this is not I good. mean, this is not right. It's excessive. You're trying too hard. So Gail takes this opportunity in front of Vanessa to ask Dinah about Lexi's death. Dinah is, is the, the black, black woman who 
obviously liked Lexi because she's the only one that spoke up about her dying. So basically, Dinah was like, I had given Lexi some sleeping pills, Mm -hmm. just a couple of them. She was like, not enough to OD. I gave her basically, you know, two pills. And I'm assuming she would take one one day and the other the next, whatever. But Vanessa knew about that. And she was like, you know, I would have said so. I would have said basically she couldn't have overdosed on these pills. But Vanessa knew I had given her pills and Vanessa, I was worried Vanessa was going to implicate me and basically say like, this is the woman who gave Lexi the drugs that killed her. But if it wasn't, yeah, but if it wasn't enough for her to overdose on, then like, I know mom's passing Zannies constantly. Well, here's the question though. Did Vanessa drug her, right? Like put something in a red wine. So that if they were to test her blood, it would look like she overdosed. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, did she do that? Or was Vanessa like, you know, did she drown her in the lake? We don't know. Yeah. I guess in Dinah's defense, she's like, I'm a black woman. I don't need even the police coming around me. Well, hello. She's also like the only black woman for miles. She's the only one we see. The only one in this town. You get the sense that this private school is very, you know, about its tax bracket. Yes. So. Okay. So Gail is collecting all this information, but she's doing it right in front of Vanessa, where it's like, why don't you ask Dinah for coffee, Gail? Why don't you have her over and bake her damn cookie instead of asking her stuff in front of Vanessa while you're cleaning up trash your kids spewed everywhere? (laughs) So then later, Gail tries to talk to Sunny, and again, it's out in public, and so Sunny shuts it down. Listen to this. Can I ask you a question? Sure. It's about Vanessa's husband. Oh, Gail, just let it go. Look, I know he fell down a flight of stairs and broke his neck. I was reading that she was initially a suspect and then was later exonerated. Okay, Gail. You need to let it go. You're new. You don't understand. Why are you so scared of her? Because she blackmailed me. Blackmailed? I am the PTA treasurer, so I am in charge of a lot of money. Okay, there was a talks one year of an audit over how the funds were being spent. And she was going to tell them that I had been embezzling the money. Unless I went along with her husband's death. So I did. Oh, son, I'm so sorry. So, just let it go, okay? I'll see you at the PTA massage party. Sunny is suddenly Southern. No. <laughs> yes. I did not hear that. Yes, she's like, I don't want to get into... <laughs> I'll see you at the <laughs> massage party. No, I, I, I am the treasurer of the PTA, and if there are funds missing, then it is going to be my fault. <laughs> I truly was like, wait, what happened to Sunny? Her car got keyed, and she said, I'm a hillbilly now. I could not get over PTA massage party as a thing. I need to know who's paying for these things. Are there dues? What's going on that you have money for, one, all the tequila shots? Who paid for the stripper? Then we're talking full-on massage party. But then we find out Gail wasn't invited. And I'm like, Gail, please don't feel bad about that. I think these moms, maybe once a month, they could be getting together. Once a quarter would probably be good. But it's like, (laughs) oh, no. I'm like watching this movie being like, Oh, are all my friends, is my entire social life just going to be Conrad's school? Well, it sounds like that's it. It sounds like that's it. I mean, it's crazy. It's like so insane. So then Vanessa goes, this is another guy. Vanessa goes to her husband's old job to sign some work papers. What? He's deceased. (laughs) She should own everything already. He shouldn't be on the employee payroll. So I don't know what she could be signing. 
And of course, the guy who interviewed Gail is like, yeah, so this woman came in, Gail, such and such. Here's my other thing. Why would Gail use her real name? You poking around in people's business and you couldn't even come up with a basic alias? My name's Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, it's just not that. I don't. Yeah. Because she's bad at it. She's so bad. So, of course, Vanessa is like, oh, hell no. Get out of my business. And what she does first is she starts leaving bad reviews online for Gail's goodies. Yeah. And she even, I don't know how she got the access, but she poisoned a batch of cookies that Gail made for a baby shower <laughs> that made six people sick. I don't know how Vanessa got access to the cookies, but no. we, we did establish that Gail's front door is always unlocked. So I said, well, mm. anything could happen. Anything could happen. And so then the women from the baby shower, hell hath no fury, like a poisoned mm. baby shower guest, they start leaving bad reviews too. So Vanessa's leaving the bad reviews, the poisoned baby shower. Gail's goodies is crumbling right before our eyes, pun intended. And so Gail shows up at the massage party she wasn't invited to and she brings cookies that no one eats because obviously the reviews are in. And of course, Vanessa doesn't like that she showed up, but Gail snoops around the house and Vanessa catches her. Duh. And they basically just have like a veiled conversation where it's like, stay out of my way. And it's like, you know, what I mean? it's like one of those where you're like, what? So then Gail goes to the police. The police. She goes to the police because this woman, because all she has, first of all, is the proof of the, she thinks she wrote the reviews. Because to be fair, the, the reviews are signed V okay. for Vanessa. Can no one use an alias? This woman. This woman goes to the police because a woman in PTA is writing bad reviews of her side hustle baking business. She goes to the police with no more than tea. Listen to this hysterical exchange. Well, you're right. These are bad reviews. But I'm afraid this is not a police matter. I'm just saying this is evidence that she's trying to destroy my business. Was anyone hospitalized? No, thank God. Uh, Just some nausea and vomiting. You ever think about handling this yourself? No, because I think she's unstable and and possibly violent. Really? Five years ago, her husband fell down the stairs and broke his neck, but Vanessa told me that he had cheated on her and died of some vague illness. Vanessa lost the election for PTA president to a woman who mysteriously committed suicide, but no one believed that she was suicidal. And when I started asking questions, Another mom's car was vandalized. Look, um, saying this out loud, I realize how it sounds. No, I, I understand. You think any of these other women would be willing to come forward? No. Um, they're all scared of her. But without something more tangible, I'm afraid my hands are tied. I'm dead. I'm dead. You're right. These are bad reviews. <laughs> She but this should is not be arrested. A she should be arrested, Gail should. It's like, <laughs> there must be no crime in this neighborhood. I know. For, I know. for him to even entertain. Yes, yes. For him to even sit down across her, a desk from her, I said, no way. You're sitting across a desk from this woman? She should be embarrassed. Okay, so the next day, Gail is finishing a big cookie order. She said, might be my last for a while because (laughs) I'm guessing this order was already in before all the poisoning happened. And she's once again wearing the yoga outfit that Vanessa bought from her husband's store. Her matching yoga outfit, matching her nemesis. Why? Like, it's like you bought it and I'm assuming you use your discount, I would hope. Also, Rick doesn't like Vanessa. Rick is like, (laughs) that woman is weird. (laughs) 
like he, it's not like he's like yeah what a hottie so it's like it'd be like if cj was like oh that lady's weird and then i'm like i will be her exact twin <laughs> so she has to go take the uh batch of cookies to the school after hours and first honestly, red flag. Yes. Schools after hours are so scary. Like so scary. So creepy. Oh the my creepiest. god. One of the one, yes. Because there's like weird lights that have to be on. And like there's this assumption that like maybe one person is in there for like cleaning, but you don't ever fully know. Like it is like truly, it goes from like 559, totally fine. 601 and you're like oh well now i'm in american horror story like it's so terrifying it's also like i'm sorry gail like so basically the fact that she's making these cookies for a breakfast which is already like what cookies at breakfast yeah when did she have a scone thank you a scone a banana bread a muffin i think she can only make cookies i think she can, I think only, she can make only make cookies. cookies and that may be part of the bad reviews it's really <laughs> exactly. like we gotta diversify your portfolio so then it is the whole thing the person is basically like the events in the morning but you have to bring them to the school the night before no, no, mm-hmm. you would be baking that at 5 a.m. and bringing them at 7.45. So the whole thing don't make no sense. And I said, Gail, you can say, I'm sorry, I cannot do that. I cannot show up at the school at 9 p.m. Who want the cookies to sit out overnight anyway? That's how you keep getting the bad reviews. Yep. So it's just like the layers and levels. So it's a huge red flag. And Gail goes into the school. She carrying all these cookies by herself. I said, Rick, you couldn't even help her. You couldn't get a, you shouldn't, you couldn't get a shopping cart. She's literally got eight boxes of cookies and she manages to open the door she gets inside immediately drops a box cookies all over the floor i'm I'm flagging that for a reason but then when she tries to open the door to go back out she can't open it basically so she is now locked inside inside. the school okay and so when she goes in the back so i guess with the cafeteria kitchen i don't even know she's in there she's like calling around the only person there is vanessa Mm-hmm. And Vanessa says, basically, I placed the order and I want yeah. you to stay out of my business. Because, yes, Vanessa saw her leaving a police station because Vanessa's got time on her hands. OK, she's a wealthy widow. <laughs> and then she's like, you know, I'm going to text Rick, you know, Gail. And then Vanessa throws her phone. They start to tussle. OK, and I need you to know Vanessa is also in the yoga outfit. Okay, yes. and that's what makes this movie iconic because yes. we have two blonde white women in identical yoga outfits chasing Fighting. each other through an empty school. <laughs> chasing each other through an empty school. And I think Vanessa has heels on again because when yes, she, she smashes yes, she does. when she smashes yes. the cell phone, she uses the heel of her high heel. Yeah. Yeah, so she is in three-inch skinny high heels, three-inch at least. And this is just how she walks around in the world. In yoga. Uh, yoga and heel. <laughs> yoga and heels. Now, Gail does manage to toss off a fragment of a text to Rick. And thank God it's enough for him to basically get the message. Because basically it just says, like, help V or something like, you know, something very vague. But Rick knows enough. And he's with Chloe where he's like, Vanessa got her. So they drive to the school. He's like, Chloe, stay in the car. And Vanessa... This is my other favorite part. Again, yep. yoga outfit, heels, blazer. Vanessa has grabbed the gavel she uses in the PTA meetings. New weapon alert. New weapon alert. New weapon alert gavel. And it's not being used by a judge or a lawyer. That's what makes it iconic. Mm-hmm. Because a PTA president don't need a cap. No, she bought it for herself. You know, that <laughs> there wasn't like a ceremonial hand down. She's like, you know what I need? <laughs> she she bought that on Etsy with her own name engraved on it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So good. So, you know, Rick runs up to the school and he sees that 
that fallen box of cookies. That's why I had to point it out. He sees that fallen box uh-huh. of cookies. So he's like, Gail was here. She's in Something trouble. Something has gone wrong. <laughs> exactly. And so he's like trying to get in. He manages to get into the school. He, you know, is kind of like trying to follow the trail. Then he like finds the broken cell phone, you know, all this kind of stuff. And Gail and Vanessa end up at the top of the stairs, the same stairs where they first met. And Vanessa wow. said, you must join PTA. So, that, so honey, we're getting full, full circle. circle. We're getting mirror. Yep mirroring okay we're closing the loop and so they're they're going and at this point though gail has like managed to take the gavel but they're like up there and they tussle and you guys Mm -hmm. come on what do you think happens at the top of the stairs in a lifetime movie you think you're gonna put two women at the top of the stairs and one of them's not gonna fall over no they're not (laughs) oh think again baby we're doing what we do and we see a woman fall over but megan what makes it so great a blonde woman in a yoga outfit but it's also the same yoga outfit the other woman is wearing. And so husband Rick rushes in and it's like, oh, my God, Gail. And then Gail calls from the top of the stairs and says, I'm up here. And it's Vanessa at the bottom of the stairs. Vanessa's at the bottom. Oh, my God. I'm screaming. And I'm like, Vanessa's dead for sure. I mean, it's like industrial height the floors are that but then we cut to three months later vanessa's alive not well she's in prison in a sling arm in a sling looking gorgeous looking gorgeous orange is the new black like uh, meets america's next top model absolutely and her daughter serena comes to visit her and i said hopefully this will be a wake-up call for serena but you know what it's not gonna be listen to this how are things with grandma they're okay how are you Doctors say the arm is healing pretty well. Good. And my lawyers are working hard on my appeal. I'll be out here in no time. Of course you will, Mom. Oh, and get this. The other ladies just voted me cell block president. Oh. Okay, Megan, my first question, though, do you think Serena was humoring her when she said, oh, wow? Or do you think she was actually impressed that she was cell block president? I, I think more humoring her. But the, this there is a parallel for, for Real Housewives here. When Teresa Giudice went to jail, she became like a leader in jail. And they're saying this woman, Jen, remember Jen from Salt Lake City? Yeah, Jen Shaw. Yeah. That Jen Shaw is like running that jail right now. See, I don't know. I think it's, I think that is like publicity. I think Jen Shaw calls that man who's way too old to be her assistant, but is her assistant and is like, tell everyone I'm running jail. No, he turned on her. That's why she's in jail. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. He got a little time himself. He got time too, but less time than her, I think. Jen Shaw's guy. Oh my God, y'all, I was screaming. Like I was literally like a cell block president. Lifetime, you've outdone yourself. You've outdone yourself. I'm happy for <laughs> Vanessa. She's found a purpose even on the inside. No, she must be in a white collar prison because I said one black woman would look at her dumb ass and punch her in the face and be like, you don't tell me what to do. <laughs> it's like, you out here looking like one of the damn wardens, okay? <laughs> Vanessa, no, you don't run it in here. So the movie is not over yet. Then we cut back to the school. Also, three months later, Gail is at the podium. And I'm like, Gail, why did you want to become PTA president? But she's not. She is introducing the new PTA president, who is Gossip Treasure T. 
turn president, Sonny. And I will say, good for Sonny, maybe, but I'm already concerned because we are continuing to perpetuate terrible cycles. One, the gavel. The gavel's still there. Two, we're still in the auditorium with the blue lagoon lighting. I said, I want the new PTA to just like be in a mom's living room. Everyone's sitting around eating a brownie. And maybe there'd be some more dads there. And like, we're being a little bit more inclusive. Yeah, I know. Something else. But you know, but you know, it is what it is. The nightmare PTA cycle continues. Quite honestly, Sunny could be at risk. She could be at risk because she has a lot of gossip. No, and Gail... Gail seems a little power hungry or like a little like hungry for something. I don't know. Gail needs to get her marriage sorted. Well, my question is, is she going to be able to get down those reviews? Because is there I a know. way to prove? Well, the woman who left those reviews is now in jail. Could I possibly get those expunged for my Yelp? But they said Vanessa did this really smart thing where she made them three stars because if it's anything less than three stars, you can have them removed. But if it's three stars, it's like, well, no, but that's like a valid review. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. No, she's going to be reviewing from inside jail. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God, she will be. You know she's got internet access. Vanessa's. Oh, yeah. I bet Vanessa's, like, seducing a guard. You know what I mean? She's oh, seducing yeah. a guard. She's getting special privileges. She has access. She's making toilet chardonnay. She's having a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you have any other, you know, real hero, real villain? These are our final episodes, Megan, so we got to go out, you know, strong. God, there's... So many villains in this. I find Serena to be a villain. Yes. Her mom being in jail and her dad being dead. Like, I I really don't even like Gail and Rick. I don't care if they make it. I find Chloe to have some character quirks she needs to. (laughs) I think, honestly, Lexi's husband is maybe, like, the purest character. So he's our real hero. Yeah. and, And honestly, Sissy got dragged a lot. And she was being flirty, but she ended up not really doing anything bad. But I'm going to tell you this. My real hero is Marcy. Okay? Marcy has just lost her yep. mother, and everyone's treating her like crap, but she's like, Chloe, watch your back. And I said, you know yep. what, Marcy? You're a good person. You're a real one. Yes. I'm going to say, sissy is villainous. Because you trying to flirt with your boss from moment one, okay? Mm-hmm. You in his face. Mm-hmm. Being like, your dad's the coolest. And we got you, Rick's wife. And then at one point... There's a scene where she says to Rick, like when Rick is talking about, you know, oh, basically after yeah. he's told Rick, right? Like she told Rick about Chloe and the friends. And then she's like, I'm happy to talk to Chloe if she needs someone to talk to. And and then Rick is like, uh, she can talk to her mama, <laughs> you know, which is like, yes, rightly so. I forgot and then, this. And then so Sissy's like, well, sometimes it's better to talk to somebody who's not in the family. It's like, Sissy, get out of their business. Stop trying to insert yourself. You are not going to be this daughter's best friend. She wants to have sex with him. It's too much. Okay, it's you're right. Much. You're right. Sissy's villainous. I was just thinking, I think it's really nice when someone returns a cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> just on a basic level in 2023, I go, you know what? That's good. Okay. Next week, we have, we're, we're really going out with a bang with these doozies of titles. This is called Sinister Minister. Thank Uh, you. Right right up our alley and rhyming. This lifetime thriller follows single mother Trish, who falls for the charismatic minister DJ. Already a red flag. Yes, of course. And I'm married to a CJ. Finally, it seems Trish and her daughter will have the stable life they've always wanted. But DJ has a much more sinister agenda. Now you can watch this with your existing Lifetime Movie Club subscription or start an account today 
by going to lifetimemovieclub.com slash podcast while you can <laughs> for a free seven-day trial, okay? You may not be able to use slash podcast for very long. So get in there, sign up, get your trial, all right? And we will see you next week with a sinister minister. Mm, I can't wait. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime and they get into the nitty gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm, That's my jam. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime movie is produced by Aisha Jordan. With sound editing and mixing by The Podglomerate. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now if you've gotten to this point. You should know that we're the host, okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. Copyright 2023 a Television Networks, LLC. All rights reserved. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.